and welcome to Minter Dialogue, episode number 150. This interview is with Guillaume de la Tour, a serial entrepreneur based in Silicon Valley, who is founder and CEO of Blue Fox, a disruptive startup that detects phones in order to convert traffic information into useful data and action for brands, as well as for security firms. It's a cutting-edge space in the world of retail, not without its controversy. In this discussion with Guillaume, we talk about how the technology works, some interesting use cases, as well as being a dynamic entrepreneur embedded in one of the world's most successful accelerators, Plug and Play. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue podcast, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, your host and author of The Mindset, that's M-Y-N-D-S-E-T.com, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes for the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to the quick and enjoy the show. So, welcome to the Minter Dialogue today, piped in from Silicon Valley, California, in the crack of the morning. Guillaume, tell us who you are, what you do. Thanks for being on the show. And also, tell us what is your mindset this fine morning. Hi. So, um, my name is Guillaume Delatour. I'm a French entrepreneur. I'm living in the Bay Area since, since two years. And, um, um, well, quickly about me, I'm, I'm, I'm 40. Um, and I'm an engineer, like nearly everybody in the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, I have a startup like nearly everybody in the Bay, too. You know, so I'm a very common guy. But yours <laughs> is a special startup, yeah. Guillaume. So, I'd like to hear more about your startup. What's it? What is it about? Yeah, so it's a it's a very cool startup. Um, uh, we we are very pleased because we have won a lot of awards um, this year uh, as a, one of the best disruptive companies in the United States this year. So what we do we we detect uh, phones. When I say phones, I mean mobile phones um, in real time. In real time, mean second per second, um, unobtrusively without any app, without any SDK, and uh, in order in order to, to do the same logic like you have on the web, to have to have the cookie concept. And um, and so we're able to to give a number, whatever number it is, to any guys in the public places and to know how long is he here, how many times he come back, where is he going to and we don't know, of course, the name of the guys, his phone number. We, we don't know a lot of, there's a lot of things that we don't know, the, the privacy is keeping and things like that. But for the retailers, for the brands, it helps to differentiate every customers, every people moving to a physical place, exactly like a website store, mm-hmm. so, which is a cool thing. So you, the name of your company is Blue Fox, right? Bluefox.io, yeah. .io. And you have two key products. Uh, when we met in California, you spoke about the brand one, which is the one I'm most interested in and we want to talk about. But I also wanted you just to tell us about this other one you're doing, which seems awfully interesting as well. Yeah. Well, it's, um, uh, I, I've got a telecom background. Okay. So, um, so we have two products. Uh, well, um, definitely, absolutely. And the first product is uh, Wi-Fi detection. So, uh, and the second product is a GSM detection. So let me explain you how the phone is working. When I say a phone, a mobile phone, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, a mobile phone, whatever phone it is, okay, it can be very old phone or very brand new phones, okay, mm-hmm. like a 
iPhone 6 or very, very old phone, like Feature the phone. first Nokia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, this phone emits signal, okay? A phone emits signal in beacon, beacon, Bluetooth, Bluetooth low energy, which is all the same, which is only 10% of the populations in North America who put it on. In Europe, it's even lower. It's around 2 5%, depending on the countries. So it's, it's not good. Okay, for beacon, Bluetooth, Bluetooth low energy. So when I see Apple, who put a lot of effort on this, uh, it, it seems to be a bit useless because mm -hmm. only 5% five, five of the population puts them Bluetooth or beacon app. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you look at the, the phone, they emit other kind of signal, which is Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is not so bad because Wi-Fi is 75% um, of population in North America. It's around 60% in Europe, depending on the countries. And Wi-Fi is good, and it's particularly good for marketing because you have a good percentage of population, so that you can make good percentage about how many people's coming, how many people's come back, what's the dwell time of the people in those stores, and like that. But the best, the holy grail, is the GSM signal, GSM, mm -hmm. CDMA, 3G, 4G signal. Directly, the signal of the phones. So this one, we are able to to capture it too, and. Oh, and we um, and we're able to to know how is the guys is here or not here, just capturing this signal. All right, so Guillaume, I mean, on the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth, there it's sort of up to the people whether they want to have it on or not. I mean, so when I'm walking around and I have my Wi-Fi on, it kind of sometimes interrupts my my internet connection and so I, I oftentimes when i go out i sort of take i took it off because just the the very it's sometimes you have a notification that comes up and sets it in yeah. but when you're on gsm that's something essentially you always want on so that's not even yeah. you know unless you're sort of in fight mode you always want that on so that is that's why it's the holy grail yeah, exactly. So uh, people for for the Wi-Fi, uh, most of the people um, put this is uh, Wi-Fi at home, okay, and just forget to right. put it off after. Mm, that's okay? right. Yeah. And uh, so this is why we capture them. Mm -hmm. And um, um, but again, for us, it is a phone, and it is uh, strange numbers that we have, and nobody knows who is behind this phone. Okay, so the privacy is completely respected, and. And we are even harder than that. We will see that, I think, better um, later in the conversations. Um, um, but um, but for the JSMs, you're absolutely right. This is holy grail because if you don't have that, nobody can capture. I you, see. You cannot phone them. So you have this one product that works on the Wi-Fi, and the other one that works on the GSM. What's the so? Give us a little bit more of an understanding of what the GSM product is about, and what the utilizations are, and why it's different from the one on the Wi-Fi. Okay, so um, uh, the, the Wi-Fi for for the Wi-Fi product, we have one year's experience of this product. So uh, we are, we start commercializing, uh, we start to sell it, and we we sell it well actually. And um, and um, and we have added a lot of features like triangulation, so that we know exactly where the plants are in the store, how many times they come back, what's the dwell time. We're able to, to we have wonderful, super wonderful projects to know the efficiency of Salesforce in the stores, so that we know we are, we were able to create stats uh, per sales guy, how many clients they see, how many uh, what's the dwell time for each sales guy. How many money every sales guy generated? It's wonderful things. All the things we can do just with the Wi-Fi. But the sale, it's 
it's a step higher. It means that we have everybody, absolutely everybody. And there is something like 7 billion habitants on Earth, and there is something like 6.5 billions of phones on Earth. It means that we can capture everybody. Everybody in the range of detections, the range of detections for the boost is from a um, few inch to 600 feet. All right, well, so um, are you, the European. Right, you bring up this point. I yeah, get, I get, meters. right, so you have 7 million people, 6.5 billion phones, but of course, as we know, not all 7 billion or the even uh, the 6.5 are single owners. In other words, people have multiple phones. So I, I'm wondering, is, do you have data on how many people walk around with two phones or is that just sort of this bubble we live in where you know still people work with their blackberry for work and their iphone for home or are most people yeah. now walking around with just one phone yeah from now uh from now we were not able uh this this is something we need to work uh, from now when when the, when a guy has two phones in his pockets we we see two phones so far it's two people yeah of course um but again uh, the, uh, the aim of that is to make statistic, is not to make uh, individual uh, recognitions. All right, so and and there is no way, in fact, to make uh, and we disable all this functionality to 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 recognize every single people. Well, yeah, because and, then no um, one, they haven't opted in. I mean, when you're tracking these people, these people haven't opted in because you're you're praying. No, they don't. Right. So they they don't opt in. That's it. So you clearly uh, you need to be over the top. And you're just yeah. uh, collecting anonymous data. So the ba the basic users or the people who would be buying your product, who would they be? What are the profiles of the people? The types well, of brands you're dealing with? There's two kind of profiles. There is um, uh, marketing people, uh, retailers, uh, and, and and local manager uh, for for the Wi-Fi and bid for this JSON products who want to know uh, how many people are in the stores, how many people come back, where the people are located. Uh, people want to trigger digital signage, uh, depending on the populations. People mm -hmm. who want to be, and, and to have these data in real time, okay? And second per seconds, you know, immediately, um, if a guy's uh, already been in the stores, okay, and where he has been to, and what did he buy previously? And um, what's the dual time uh, in a waiting room, for example, or a lot of things like that, okay? Another kind of usage is on security. Um, because uh, if you think of that, if you are able to detect all the firm's user in, a, in a public places, you're able to detect strange habits, strange things that is not normal, okay? So imagine you are in a very... Uh, protected area, very secure place, and you detect that the guys come every day at the same time for one week time, <laughs> and um, and this is strange. This is not normal, and so uh, you can just inquire after who is to capture the guys at the uh, at this very moment, you know. Mm -hmm. And you can even imagine um, to put something like that at the at the custom. To, to detect if the guys, uh, because with the JSM you are you have other elements like um, like the brand of the phone, like the nationality of the of the phones, uh, what's the language of the guy, and so if the guy is coming and give you a passport from, okay, let's say Germany, okay, and in fact you see that his phone, uh, he buy it in in China, this is not. 
you can inquire. Oh, mm-hmm. this is from, from mm-hmm. China. And the guy in his passport to Germany. So something like a red flag. Maybe it's, it's completely normal, but maybe it's something you need to inquire. You see? Um, so there are some security applications too um, for that. I'm all... Ouch. I'll be able to cut that out. Um, all right, so the, the, what you're talking about is is still anonymized data, but it, or because you're really just putting data together to come up with profiles that would you know raise alarm. And are we talking about sort of police forces? Because I've seen some uh, applications. I think it was one was in Mexico and another one was from Seattle, where they're able to, to see people walking in the street and observing behaviors that um, would be potentially, uh, you know, precursors to crime, committing crime. Have you been involved with it, or do you see those kinds of things happening as well? Uh, well, no, we didn't. Um, uh, today, we, we didn't configure our, our materials to, to make a behavior analysis and, um, but, um, uh, on, on security purposes. But it is something that we clearly do in the future. Right, right. And because, in fact, in fact, the, the frontier between between security and marketing is tight. And um, because, mar- in fact, the same thing. You want to understand the people' behavior, but on marketing, you want to understand to make to understand more the, the your the, the consumer. Who is it? What is habit? What does it like to do? Um, and so in order to, pro- to propose him the best experience, yeah. best seller's experience, in order to fit his need, okay, uh, and to, in order to understand uh, and, and, and provide him good stuff, okay? Uh, on security purposes, um, it's the same thing. You want to understand the customer behavior, um, but not the customer. You want to understand the citizen behavior. You want to, to understand the global things. Okay, and to to be more deeper as possible. Well, that's fascinating. So, um, and so this is why it is tight, um, tight, but it needs to be clearly done. Otherwise, you're you're like 1984 or somewhere, which I is a life I don't want to to oh. live in, you know. Yeah. And so you need to to create clearly the barrier between those two. So what we did for this, this is a very important thing. What we did for Blue Fox. So first. Um, it is impossible. We deactivate everything like that. It is impossible to send a message to the phone user. It is impossible. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that. Okay. So phone is just a way to capture this information. So you okay? scram- you scramble the numbers. Is that how that works, or is that even yeah, does even come to? Yeah. Everything is scramble. We we have a very strong um, um, uh, way uh, way to anonymize all the data. We hash everything. Um, we we all, all the number were collected are encrypted uh, and and remove co- and and change completely. Well, mm-hmm. all the number so in order that we're not able to find the guy, okay, uh, for marketing purposes and things like that. For security purposes, this product is not completely ready yet, um, and um, it is something I, I wouldn't speak too much on that right. uh, about the ideas that we have right now. Uh-huh. Well, you're but, more focused um, on the Wi-Fi product for the brands at this point. Yeah, exactly. That's right. exactly. So, what was your inspiration, Guillaume? You said you're a telco guy, you're an engineer. 
how did you come up with this idea? I mean, what made you sort of like, what, what was the light bulb that went off and said, God, I'm going to spend my nights and days working on this thing. Yeah. Um, well, um, um, it's, it's about the story about an entrepreneur who, who make a company, companies working, but not as great as, uh, as he wished. So let me explain you. Um, I, I built my first companies. I was 23 years old. Okay. I made a, uh, Engineer school. Um, I don't know why. Well, because my father told me it was good. Oh, yes, one does. To make engineer school. So, uh, but when I was there, uh, I get bored and, uh, it, it's, it wasn't the thing that I wanted to do. And, um, uh, so I created startups. And, uh, when I was at school and I make my friends and my, uh, and also, also teachers working for me. And it was super cool <laughs> because it pays all my students. It my, it pays all my studies. Cheap workforce. And, um, yeah, and uh, and uh, then after uh, I create um, uh, a lot of companies for me and for other for other people, um, and uh, it's my seventh company, and they they all worked. I'm happy for that. And but my last company is a company called Blue Fox Content Content, um, which is different from Blue Fox IO, which is a company I I, I built uh, I have uh, right now, which is a purposes of our discussion. So Blue Force Content, it is a company that you see everywhere uh, in Europe and, and Middle East and, and US. It's a company who provides the content on digital signage screens. So this company is very successful. We have something like 100 million views per day, wow. which is the first uh, outdoor um, uh, media uh, on the planet, I think. Um, so, because 100 million viewers per day is not small. <laughs> For sure. And, um, but, um, but this company is not a success in terms of money making, uh -huh. um, because we're fighting against free stuff. Sure. Even because most of the companies, even if, if it's, uh, if it's not legal, because everything, so to be clear, everything you find on the internet, for free is not legal, not legal at all. Okay. And you can close your company if you use it. Uh, but, some people don't care, and that, that, that pulls the price down. And so these companies doesn't make enough money. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so uh, three years ago, I say, uh, I told myself, well, I have a company who is making not enough money, in my point of view, and but who has a lot of large audience, super, super large audience. So when you, when I have people in Paris airport, so in London, in in, in Israel. Okay, or in um, in Carrefour, in any in any supermarket, or hypermarket for the world. How can I how can I generate money with my audience? Okay, and so I thought to myself, well, the best ways will be to know how many people I have first of all, because right now I have at that time I had no ways to know how many people was looking at my screens, how many people were standing in front of the screens. Mm -hmm. So I say, well, in fact. If, if I look the history, I, I love history, okay? If I look the history, what was a big, big help for internet 15 years ago? It was the creation of cookies. Double click. And this is what, yeah, double click, exactly. That was double click. Double click was a big growth of internet. Double click helped internet to grow. So I said, well, I need to be a double click for the real life. You have double click for internet, was bought by Google. So you need to create a double click for internet. Because as soon as 
internet was what bring money to internet. It is a way to recognize the people, N not to recognize the name of the guys. This is not the thing important, but to know if a guys go to website or go to another. Just uh, nowadays, if you go to any website, okay, let's imagine Minter, you go to website of shoes, okay, um, uh, because. Um, well, I don't know. You like? I, I want to buy a new pair of shoes for my uh, my birthday. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. And then, then after you see a shoes advert for something like fifteen days. Right. Until until you go to, um, and you then after you go to hearing shoes. Okay. Or uh, I don't know if we are able to say any brands or what. Oh, of course we can. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. And then after you go to Amazon. And oh, by chance, yeah. there's a shoe advert. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. <laughs> because why? Because Amazon's go to your cookie yeah. and looking what you, what your previous website. Sure. So we want to have the same logic in terms of real life. You know, you go to um, uh, I don't know for um, uh, Home Depot, okay, in the US or IKEA, okay, and and then after you go to any shop and we know what product you are interested, and so. Um, on digital signing screens, you may have uh, adverts influence about that. It's not only you specifically, but it is on the demographic analysis. Sure. So if, imagine that on a, um, you're waiting at the bus stations and five of those are a man and five of people, those guys are already been to Home Depot. And all those guys are interested about, I don't know, um, um, uh, a specific, uh, let's say, a hammer. Okay, right. <laughs> something as stupid as a hammer. Mm -hmm. And the adverts here for hammer is expensive. So the guys who are gonna advert for hammer sure. is, is expensive because you know that your audience is just about hammer. Looking for and the guys, if you put an advert for hammers, um, the guys here will be interested about the hammers. So um, we have seen them at the Home Depot looking for hammers. Sure. So we, on the one hand, Guillaume, we have the the idea of you're, you're talking about these di you know digital signage and creating more appropriate digital signage according to the demogra demographic population in your store. And the other hand, at the beginning of the conversation, you talked about using it for salespeople to track them. So you, you kind of have two different approaches. One is more sort of customer facing, and the other one is more of a manager. Uh, understanding and managing their sales team's perspective. Yeah, you're right. So, um, um, something important is is, um, is to have the, um, every every innovation when it's disruptive, you need to have um, you need to have the help of the people who are using it. You need the people who are using it need to to love this product because they find something that helps them in their daily life. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to answer your question to be more global, okay, that so just, just focus on darky or your, your questions. Um, so um, this is going to move our, our discussion and other steps. So the strategy we decided to do on, this, on these companies is to make a product user-friendly and super simple to use. And super um, uh, acceptable for the populations. So when I say when I told you at the beginning about um, uh, managing Salesforce and uh, so and check the sales guy in order that uh, 
if they sell well or not sell well, or what the joint family, how many time they spend with the clients like that, and all of things like that. It is to help them, and and they want it, and and we have sold to uh, sold it to one companies. Uh, I, I am not able to to say who it is, but um, it, the sales guys want that technology. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they want to have stats about their efficiency in mm-hmm. the store. Sure. They want to have a simple app on the phone, okay, that works with Apple or Android, okay, that tells them daily, day per day, how many clients they see, how many, how long they see them, and how many money after the season sure. every client generated. Why? Because sometimes in a large retail store, they don't have the chain, they, the local manager told them, well, you're going to be in charge of this eye, or you're going to be in charge of this part of the of the stores. But unfortunately, this part of the stores is not the most famous part of the sure. store. Sometimes, or sometimes they have good days, sometimes they have bad days, okay? Um, so they want to prove, say, well, I'm, it's not my fault. Today, I didn't make a lot of sales because there was nobody in the stores. Well, that, or, if that's or, certain... To, that's certainly going to be important Sorry. for the one who's got who takes responsibility for his actions or her actions, one who, who wants to progress. For the one who's skulking around and maybe hiding and not doing his or her work, it's less attractive. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. whatever you know, uh, whatever the guys who are, uh, who doesn't sell so much, he doesn't say the store. That's right. Okay, exactly. Because ninety nine percent of the stores, uh, the guys are paid with um, um, commission. Uh, yeah, with commissions. Okay, sure. so. Uh, they all want to, in fact, they all want to have this app uh-huh. because they, they want to prove that they were good or they are good or they're progressing, progressing or they see, for example, they're able to see that, well, they are good sales guy, but they spend too much time speaking with the clients or they don't spend enough time speaking with the clients or, well, there's, it, it's a way to improve them. Sure. But so what we do to come back to my discussion about the, those sales guys, so it needs need to be something Super simple, super user-friendly. So it is just an app who just gives them some nice elements, two, three page, nothing complicated, uh, just to help them to sell, you see? Sure, and same thing for all the reporting that we have. It's super user-friendly. And so about your questions later on about um, what is the success or not success about the disruptive companies, I would say that it is something super user-friendly. Um, what, what was the... I don't know if you do remember um, the competitions for um, uh, Google and um, Yahoo and uh, all the, uh, all the uh, um, uh, brother, um, uh, brother uh, on, on internet, okay? Uh, at the beginning of the competitions, What's, what makes the difference for Google? course there was technology but google it was a very white page it was white page just writing google right just a space they never made it name. complicated it's super simple okay and what what make apple success is super user-friendly right intuitive super user-friendly yeah. it's intuitive it's 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 Straight to the point. It's simple. All right. So that, I, that that's for you. What I'm interested in is what what do you think if you're if you're selling to me and I'm the brand, what 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 do I need to have in terms of a mindset to be successful in utilizing this type of disruptive technology? 
two things. First, uh, according to just I went went to say is um, I went went to say it is um, um, it need to be super um, uh, user friendly. Know your audience. Who is who is this skill this tool used for? Who is who is the guy who's going to use it? Is it the local guy? Uh, local manager. Most of our clients are local manager, okay, who want to know their efficiency of what they own stores, mm-hmm. how many people passing by, how many people coming to the street, how many people come inside those stores. Um, is what I make a local marketing actions, is it really useful or is it money for nothing? Um, okay, what's the real efficiency of that? So it needs to be super user friendly and straight to the point, okay? Um, so first, know your audience, know, know, your, know who is going to use that. Second thing, um, and is privacy. Privacy, privacy, privacy. Your the users will accept this because everything um, they will know one day that that you scan them. Okay, yeah. but they will they will agree if they have a benefit of it. If they don't have a benefit of it, they will reject it. Okay, so it's like Google. Okay, it's like internet. When you go to website, you know you are scanned. Okay, internet knows everything about you. <laughs> everything. <laughs> they know even even you when you are in private mode or something like that. We know everything you're doing. Okay, and everything's analyzed. Exactly like a banker when you're using his credit card. The bankers know everything about what you're doing. Okay, but you accept it because you have beneficial using his credit card, mm-hmm. or you have beneficial going to internet. You have a beneficial using all the Google tools because it's free. Well, it's not completely free because you give your privacy again that. Okay, um, so you need to have the privacy is an exchange. Okay, mm-hmm. you give a part of your privacy because you have something that you have a benefit on it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that, if if a marketer or a companies are saying, okay, I grab information, I give nothing to the clients, this will never work. Mm-hmm, never, sure. never, ever. So Guillaume, you must be really super aware of everything that's going on behind the scenes. Does that not make you scared as hell? <laughs> I'm just imagining your your ability. You must know so much of what's going on because, you know, as you say, we kind of know, but we don't really know. We know Internet's tracking us down, but, you know, who's controlling all that stuff? There's a lot of murky stuff and, you know, all the stuff with Silk Road and the Darknet and, and uh, NSA does it? Does it? It's not something that keeps you up at night, or is that? Are you reassured because you know that actually the data is being well treated and privacy is being respected? Well, um, um, on on security purposes, um, um, let, let's speak. Let, let's speak frankly. Um, um, thanks to God, <laughs> there is companies like uh, there is agency like NSA and CIA and. And, and all the states have their own uh, secret services and things to that, thanks to God. Because otherwise, the um, whole world will be a mess, okay? Um, um, it, it's a good thing, okay, to, to protect populations, okay? Why, why, why do we pay taxes, okay? <laughs> why, why is there states, okay? sure. why is there governments to protect the populations? The first global, the first aim of a government is protect its populations, yeah. okay? Otherwise, we will have some horrible things that happen in 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 Middle East and things like that. And 
and thanks to God, there is agency like that to mm-hmm. protect us. Yeah. Okay. And to track the bad guy. And because people want to live and they want to live in peace. Okay. So then after, but okay, then we need to protect privacies. We need to protect things. And there is laws for that. Okay. And there is, and, and people elect governments to protect it. Okay. To not to be too intrusive. And it is good. Okay. Um, uh, so it's, but on, on the things we're doing and all the things uh, that exist, whatever, you know, um, uh, it is, um, it, it is something useful for populations. Okay. But uh, to be, to be transparent, we didn't invent uh, the powder. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we didn't invent the black powder. It was already invented before. Mm-hmm. It was this kind of stuff exists in 15 years. The only thing we did is that it costs much, 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 much less yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that it used to be. Okay. Uh, between, um, uh, uh, the average is from one to one thousandth. Okay. A dollar difference. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that's a and, good, that's a good um, selling point. That's <laughs> a good selling point. So, okay. Guillaume, but, um, Guillaume yeah. um, I, time is running out, so I don't want to overstay my welcome, so to speak, out there in Silicon Valley. So, you're you're a French entrepreneur. You yeah. you moved out Silicon Valley. I mean, you're you're a serial entrepreneur. You moved out Silicon Valley, and it, I mean, you know, I was out there with you, and I kind of have to say it's sort of a la la land for entrepreneurs. I mean, I know it's tough and it and it's difficult, but it's certainly not the same in other countries from your perspective having been brought up in a, in one culture at least outside of silicon valley and now working there what do you think of the things that you've learned that you can extract if someone's listening and is working in london or in dubai or elsewhere what can they take away from the way what you've learned about how to create startups and, and drive the business mm. well um you know, um, when I was in Europe, when I was in, in France, um, I was like an alien. Um, I built my first Already. startup. Already, I was. Uh, uh, I was. I built my first startup. I was twenty-three, and um, and I don't know another thing. I, I don't know what kind of other job I could do than that thing. And here in the Bay Area, um, everybody is the same thing. Everybody does the same. Mm-hmm. So. It's like it's very emulating, and so you're. This is what I said at the beginning of our discussions. I'm just a normal entrepreneur <laughs> in in the in Silicon Valley, and and, and here everybody's like that, and uh, everybody has built or is going to build or is building a startup. It's a startup's land, and um, and so and everything is built uh, to be to. To push to these directions, for example, the, the, the life is super expensive here. So if you want to stay, you need to work super hard. And um, same thing for um, it's very emulating because there is every day, every day, new guys coming from all over the planet who have super bright ideas, super great ideas, super disruptive, super. They're genius coming every day, and it is it is super nice to to see those guys. So it keeps pressures on you. Okay. Yeah. So you're always running, yeah. running, 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 and you have no choice. Okay. It's, um, uh, um, so this is why Silicon Valley is so, is so, is so pushing. Okay. For entrepreneurs like us. 
um, is is it so now to your question is it possible that we can duplicate this model in other countries yes um, uh, I think UK um, has started to do this I know that France has started to do it too um, but you need to have a global ecosystem you need to buy, you need to be super um, entrepreneur friendly entrepreneurs don't build the companies to make money entrepreneurs build a company to because is built like that okay <laughs> like, like it's a passion because it's a passion okay he, he has an ideas and he wants uh, he, he like running okay in, in these ideas and um and um but all the worlds need to be oriented towards these directions it means that um actually in silicon valley in the bay area i work every day saturday <laughs> sunday included and i wouldn't accept that the regulations told me that I'm allowed to work only uh, 35, uh, 35 hours per day or 35 hours per week, which is <laughs> something completely crazy to me, and and not even Saturday and Sunday, okay, and and even all the time if I want. This is what I'm doing. I'm working yeah. all the time, and I, I I want to have this opportunity, okay. Yeah, and you you're based in an accelerator, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what's the name of it again? Like nearly everybody. Well, that's true too, but you have a particularly exciting and vibrant one. It's one of the most powerful, most successful accelerators. So do you think it's important to be associated with the right one or just anyone? Well, no, I think you need to be in the accelerator that fits you, okay? Um, and, um, uh, okay, I'm the same. I'm in the accelerator called Plug and Play. Uh, it's an accelerator that's... Uh, that hosted uh, Google at the beginning, that hosted uh, PayPal, uh, Dropbox, uh, and a lot of other companies, um, uh, Lending Club recently, for example. And, um, and uh, so it's an uh, it's, uh, accelerator that hosts uh, 400 companies. Uh, all the VCs are directly located here. <laughs> Big companies are uh, visit these accelerators every day. And uh, because it's uh, it's just impressive that um, a guy who was just selling carpet at the beginning right. <laughs> uh, built uh, this accelerator. It's a super nice story. It's a guy who was selling uh, carpets, okay, um, uh, called Said, and um, his first name Said Amidi. And so he and one day uh, he was selling carpets in Palo Alto, and one day a guys. Um, coming from the little university at Stanford, right. come and see and say, well, um, I, ha I just want to, to, I need to leave Stanford because um, I'm, I'm employing people and I don't have enough space. So I would like to, to, to rent you some space. Can I rent it? And so the guy who was selling carpet say, yeah, maybe at the back, at the back of my stores, there's some space. Um, yeah, you can, you can rent it. And so, uh, so Said asks the guy, so what's the name of your company? And the guy said, well, it's a small company. It's a, I don't think it's going to work, but uh, so Said say, oh, what's the name again? Oh, it's Google. Right. <laughs> and here's how his company starts. And so now yeah. this, this company is super successful. It certainly is. <laughs> well, plug and play too. And hopefully you too, Guillaume. So I really, you know what, I, you know, obviously you feel like you're amongst a lot of entrepreneurs. When I was out there, I know a lot of people in San Francisco. What I like is your energy, your passion. And I, and I, and I'm really quite interested. I mean, I'm very interested in this idea of all the while respecting privacy, helping stores to become more accustomed to the digital customer, because there's so many stores that are still struggling even to offer bloody Wi-Fi in the store. 
So you're, you're providing a, a service that I think is going to help accelerate the opportunities for the retail store that are so struggling today to, to handle this connected customer. So, yeah. So it's a pleasure to have you on, Guillaume. Um, what's the best way for someone, if you had a closing remark, go ahead. But what's the best way for someone to connect with you or, or follow you? What are your preferred routes? Okay, so um, so we have a lot of elements on the website called um, www.bluefox.io, okay, uh, www.bluefox.io, and um, so you have a lot of elements there, and um, and uh, you will find my email and a lot of things. Um, well, I'll put all that in the show notes. Yeah, so on this and. Uh, Contact me, and I will be yeah. happy to answer. You have any closing comments? No, I was very happy to to discuss uh, with you and um, and uh, and um, the people listening to you. And it's uh, um, the then after I, I can say that people can be against or absolutely positive about that, but whatever's happened is gonna come. I think we've understood your mindset, Gil. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue Show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com. That's mindset with a Y. Where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe. If you like the show, please do rate it in iTunes. That really makes my day. Happy trails and enjoy Josh Sachs's Painted Fingers. Oh, fill me with all your colors any different way to rid me of the gray and heal me with all your imperfections that you mention in your lack of
Hey friends, this is Jim Knight, former 21-year hard rock executive turned best-selling author and top 10 keynote speaker. And I'm Brant Menzwar, former frontman of Hollywood's most dangerous band turned top 10 motivational speaker and best-selling author. We host the how-to podcast, Thoughts That Rock, where we talk to rock stars, athletes, CEOs, astronauts, and even next-door neighbors who share their expertise and opinions. Together, we tackle the most interesting and challenging topics of today. Whether you want to learn how to become more confident, how to deal with anxiety at work, or how to write a hit song, or use Brazilian jiu-jitsu in life, we've got hundreds of episodes to help amp up your life and move you forward. Subscribe to Thoughts That Rock wherever you listen to podcasts, and check out evergreenpodcast.com for more information.